Planet Parsons Show 226 on the 10th of June 2014. Prepare your body and mind for a bumpy ride as we break new boundaries and go where no man or woman has been allowed before. We go beyond the final frontier into the light and dark corners of Planet Parsons. Hello, how are you? <laughs> Hope you've had a couple of uh, good days. Uh, we've certainly seen some sunshine in my neck of the woods, and I hope you have as well. Torrential rain last night. It's been quite a bit of thunder about as well. Um, and if you were watching the friendly in Miami at the weekend uh, with England and Honduras, uh, you will... Do you know, the thing that surprised me was, and I'm going off on a tangent here, uh, there was Adrian Charles and the other pundits uh, that were talking because the game was postponed because there was an electrical storm. And then sometime later on Twitter, someone had pictures of that stadium during the electrical storm. And it was incredible. And actually, I think we'd probably all have liked to have seen that rather than listen to the chaps talking about nothing in particular. Only my opinion. Uh, anyway, the window's open in the chalet this morning because it's really warm. I guess it's sort of stored up from yesterday and the day before. So if you hear a few birds or an aeroplane going over, it's all right. You haven't gone mad. I saw Maleficent at the weekend and I was expecting it to be quite good. I saw the original Sleeping Beauty uh, on the Disney front when I was a child and I didn't like it. I mean, it was dark, it was scary, it was, you know. Um, there, there was a bit of a twist here and you completely understood Maleficent who turned into the sort of dark fairy, if you like. Um, Angelina Jolie was just... Well, I'm trying to think of a word to describe her. Um, I'm not going to say deliciously dark because she had every reason to be dark when you see the story. What I would say is whatever age you are, uh, whether you're breaking boundaries at an early age or breaking boundaries at a more grown up age, go and see it. It is quite beautiful. Um, and there's some quite emotional bits in it as well. Uh, which I'm not going to share with you because I don't want to spoil it, but I don't know that I could watch it again. It really affected me and it was beautiful. Is it possible to say something that was great and you don't need to see it again? It probably is. Uh, anyway, we won't go on. Of course, it was the anniversary of uh, the D-Day landings and 70th anniversary to be precise. A couple of things came to mind that I wanted to share with you that you may have picked up on as well. And that was Jock Hutton, who had originally um, been a parachutist landing on the beach in Normandy um, when he was 19, is now 89 and very fit and well. And there are pictures of him on the internet, uh, videos as well, at tandem parachuting at 89, uh, strapped to one of the Red Devils parachute display team uh, on the beach in Normandy. Uh, and that is spectacular to see and him talking afterwards as well. And uh, exactly the same age, 89, there was Bernard Jordan, who was in a, a nursing home in Hove. And uh, he left home. They'd obviously told him, no, you can't go. He'd left home at 10.30 in the morning and didn't return. He did leave a few messages uh, via other people he'd met on his travels to Normandy. He'd just gone um, for the commemorative D-Day landing, well it's not really a celebration but the memory of the 70 years since those D-Day landings which he was involved with so he'd gone and he'd put a raincoat over all his medals um, and he got home safely as well but there's some fantastic pictures of his journey and it brought to mind a book I read last year called 
the 100-year-old man who climbed out of a window and disappeared. If you get an opportunity and you're looking for something a little bit different to read, it's by Jonas Jonasson. It's his first book. There's a second one out now, but uh, it is just... You will, you will laugh so much. And when I was reading that book on the train in last year, so many people stopped me and said, tell me what that book is, because you were laughing out loud. Um, and then the sad news yesterday when I checked Twitter in the afternoon because I'd been quite busy, was that Rick Mail, the comedian, had died at 56. Um, and I know uh, if you're listening in New Zealand, if you're listening in uh, the States, if you're listening in Australia, because I get lots of emails from you there, um, if you're not familiar with Rick Mail, which would surprise me because I suspect he did tours at some point and uh, maybe you've been over here and seen some of his work, uh, just a, a one-off, really. Um, very sad to hear that he'd passed away. And we've all we've all got a memory of someone, haven't we? And I could share with you lots of YouTube videos, but you can you can actually go off and do that yourself if you want to. Um, but about a year ago, I was sitting in for Simon Bates at breakfast in the old Smooth Radio Studios at Marlebone, and it was probably about seven o'clock in the morning. And I'm trying to think what time of year it was because it was not quite light. And I turned to my back and there was this great big window there. And to be honest, stalkers weren't that common there. I mean, occasionally you get someone that does turn up rather a lot and, and worry you. And I looked up and there was a man jumping, doing jumping jacks and pushing his face against the window. So I called through to the music room on the talk back and I said, look, you know, I'm in here on my own and I know he can't get in, but there's a bit of a strange man at the door. Would you go through and have a look? So Seb, who was producing, went through and had a look and brought the man in, not to see me, but through to the music department and then came in to see me and said it was Rick Mail. So he was obviously having a joke because he couldn't get in and thought I'll just frighten the life out of her. So I went running through to the music room. I've never met him in my life, but feel like I, kn I know him and um, rushed up to him and kissed him and said to him, you frighten me out of my life, but what a lovely man. What a lovely man. You know, there, there are often uh, people that you meet and you think, well, I'll just shake hands with them. There was something about him that needed a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> um, and I'm really glad I did that. And he will be missed. Anyway, I'd love to hear a window on your world at Lynn Parsons UK to tweet. And if you'd like to email lynn at lynnparsons.net nil snozrap that's lynn parsons backwards 